and welcome to Cameo Guys. I'm your host, Mark Nelson, and as always, I'm joined by Cam. Hello, hello. For the first time, who is also joining us remotely. Um, and yeah. then, of course, we have Bakesy. Thank you, Nelson. I, I keep hoping I'll be first for once, and every time it kills me inside. Especially because you had been so, like, you were here at the right time for us to start recording. Like, you were dead on at the right time. You're doing everything yeah. you, you should be doing to get that number one Just trying pole to get position. Called up, trying to get called up to the firsts, and it's not happening, but, you know, one day. Yeah. You'll get there. Yeah. Maybe. I'm yeah. not sure. I might slip up. Uh, even if you're not here, I feel like I'll be like, John D's not here will be the first thing. <laughs> and then Bud Bakes is here. But, yeah. One day, Bakes. I promise it. One day. One day. It's It's been a while since our last episode. I, uh, Correct. I forgot to publish it. That was uh, <laughs> not my finest moment. So we uh, recorded Snatch a while back, um, and now we have... We've had plenty of time, all being, well, one of us is stuck at home. You guys are still manning the trenches at your work places. Yes. Um, mm-hmm. So we watched The Gentleman. But mm-hmm. uh, what else have you guys been watching? Well, Bakes, you were you were pretty excited, so I'll let you go uh, first. Yeah, so I'm As very always. excited. I'll, I'll just mention a few movies I've been watching. Actually, there's one which you would also enjoy, Yonzi, 12 Angry Men. Love it. Oh, yep. yes, Bakes. Love it. I think that's one of your favourite movies, isn't it? I, I, that's yeah. You, you're correct. I don't mention it as much, but I do, you're correct. Yes. Yep. I watched that with Chantel. I'd already seen it, and she was she was quite impressed too. I kept saying Johnsy's favorite. Johnsy's favorite. So she's a fan. Any other recommendations? Let us know. I still stand um, by that the best bit of comedy that Amy Schumer ever wrote was on her show, and it was a skit of Twelve Angry Men, and it's them trying to convince each other that she is maybe attractive like not even she is attractive but maybe and it's got like jeff gold blue it's just it's got everyone it's one of the best oh, skits i've ever seen it's like the entire 30 minute episode is just this one skit of them like redoing 12 angry men i've got to find it for you guys it's just i would appreciate it's that. fantastic we'll see uh also watched uh spotlight again that still stacks up still equally as good when i saw it the first time I've been re-watching a lot of Friends with Chantel at the moment. She hasn't seen it from the, from start to finish, and she's been going through that, so now it's currently in the last season. But the thing which I've been hanging out to tell you guys, so I've been watching a bit of Monty Python. Ooh. So uh, the, the two which I, I love the most, Holy Grail and Life of Brian, but I've also had time to watch some interviews. And in one of the interviews with the cast, I found out that some of the gags which came uh, about through Holy Grail happened because they needed to make budget cuts. And one of the budget cuts they made was they were going to have no horses in the Holy Grail, which is how the joke came about with the coconuts making the sound of horses. That was yes. my fun fact. <laughs> I mean, I, I did know that. Yeah, I was going to uh, say, oh. I think that's a fairly widely known bit of trivia. Is that widely known? Yes. Yeah. Oh. Well, that's why the ending was so like just sort of happened. Because they didn't have a lot of money. Yeah, yeah. No, I found that out, but I was still more <laughs> more wowed at the coconut story. Yeah. Well, that would have been in like a, a comp- yeah. Was that interview you said you found that? Yeah. In- interview. Okay. Right. I, I like, I like your enthusiasm. For I hope it, some of the listeners enjoyed it as much as I did. Fuck. <laughs> I loved it. I loved I was, it, Bakes, but The build up. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm. I'm definitely not going to be the first throw next week. I can tell you right now. <laughs> I'll, be, I'll be lucky to get a mention. You're, you're gun shy now, are you? 
Yeah. Well. Well, that's, that's uh, my well, story. John Z, what have you been watching? <laughs> Any more fun facts about the Holy Grail? Uh, so I was watching the Holy Grail. No. Yep. Um, no, I watched a few movies. So I watched, uh, I know you guys were talking about The Invisible Man before. So I watched uh, that director's movie prior, which was Upgrade, which mm. is a very good movie about a um, like a sentient uh, sort of like computer chip. But um, I'll leave it at that. It's a good movie, so I recommend watching it. Mm-hmm. Um, what else did I watch? I watched a horror movie called uh, Don't Breathe, which is on Netflix. That does sound terrifying. It's uh, about like uh, these three sort of 20-somethings that go um, to someone's house to steal, oh, that's, to steal um, shit. Jane Levy. Is it not? Uh, I can't remember name. I feel like I remember the poster. Um, yes, it is. I'm going to say you're probably right. Yep. Hang on, what's her name? Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, that's the one. Um, and they break into a former, like, I think he's former army and he's blind. But he, like, the the, the, the thing of don't breathe is because all of his other senses are heightened. So he's uh, pretty freaky. It's always former something, isn't it? It's never just like, oh, he's a former baker. It's always he's... He's a former ice cream man. And, uh, <laughs> yeah. And, uh, <laughs> His sense of smell yeah. is heightened. Yep, yep. So that was, that was good. It was, it was, it was okay. Um, also watched a movie called Stronger, where starring Jake Gyllenhaal. Oh, um, that's a great film. He was... Yeah, he played um, one of the guys in the Boston bombings who got his legs blown off mm-hmm. essentially mm-hmm. it was one of those movies that it's a good movie but like just because of how well it's acted rather than everything else around it <laughs> it's like a well acted movie by good actors but like apart from that yeah there wasn't yeah. much to it yeah 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 I'm, I'm sure i got more but i can't remember off the top of my head so i'll let you go mark mm. We're watching a fair few things a couple of movies a couple yes. of tv shows really got into um Tiger King. That show was fantastic. Now, I know Cam's going to roll his eyes. I still haven't seen it. Oh, Bakes. Even after... like, There's been a lot on the internet, oh, and I still haven't watched it yet. It's so good. That woman... Oh. So the, the, non, like the main guy you see in all the, the pictures is Joe Exotic, and he's incredible. Like, just batshit insane. But then it goes off into all these other like characters within the industry... And just well, bakes. It's good TV. Is it a movie or a series? It's a series, docu series. Okay. And apparently, another episode's dropping next week because there's been progress. In how how long has it been out for? Uh, maybe a week or two. So oh, okay. Week, I wasn't yeah. sure if this. I wasn't sure if this is something that's been <clears throat> had for ages, and now that everyone's got time nah. to watch stuff, it's just gone nuts. Nah, or if it was a new release, Netflix knew what they're doing. Just yeah, they targeted it yeah. at this particular time. Yeah. I would have said, "Yeah, oh. I'm never going to watch it." So, oh, you good. Cam, what? I'm not going to watch it. I've got no interest. <laughs> Speaking of things people will never watch, Mystery Road has a new season coming out soon. Nelson. I know. Maybe... I saw the trailer for it. Oh. <laughs> Maybe you should uh, have a look. Oh, it looks good. I'll watch. Sense. I'll watch Tiger King if you watch Mystery Road. Actually, speaking of Australian films, I was watching a film that you've probably never seen, Bakes. Yep. Um. It's about this Aboriginal guy who rocks up into town after a long time. He's been in the big smoke 
training up as a detective. Can't remember the name of the film. Yep. Something Road. Mm, something Road. It rings a bell. Yeah, I think it was Mystery Road. Did and you then, watch and it? Then there was a sequel a few years later. Yeah, I watched them. <laughs> oh, nice. <laughs> not bad. Not bad. Not great. Okay. But not bad. Did it, Did you think more or less of Australian movies? Yeah. Well, it wasn't really trying to be an Australian film. It was trying to be a Western set in, like, the outback. And I really did not like the sequel. Was, yeah. Like, Mystery Road was good. Mm-hmm. Goldstone was just weird. Goldstone. Yeah, no, I'll go on with that. Like, yeah. like the, the TV Elder series is better than appearing and he was hallucinating him yep. and stuff. Like, yeah. Also, the TV if, series if it, is better than the, the series. The series is better. The series is better than the movie. Yeah. Mm. But thank you. Oh, I'm glad you watched it. Yeah. Wow. I had a flight up to Noosa, so thought, why not? That's what it takes. Yep. <laughs> Gee, that was a while ago then. Yeah, well, it was. Uh, I've been holding on to that for a while. <laughs> uh, oh, shit. Yep. What a world. What a world. I'm, uh, I'm really not enjoying not going to the movies. Like, that's... Yeah, how you how you dealing? How are you dealing with it? It's just not the same. I'm just... I'm waiting for a ScoMo stimulus package so I can get, like, some speakers or something at home just to try and get it like... Like uh, it Unless was. you're a business earning under $50 million. <laughs> I know, I know. Over, you're not going to get anything. Like, the last movie I went and saw was Bloodshot. Like, that's just grim. Aren't okay. some cinemas doing, like, streaming? Like, on a, on a Tuesday night, they're like, right, we'll we'll show this movie so everyone can watch it together. But, Bakes, in the world of Nels Flicks, there's no point. <laughs> well, that is try, true. What's the, turnover with, what's the turnover with Nels Flicks at the moment? Like, um, is, is, are things coming out quicker to like almost on everything that was in cinemas before all the theaters started shutting down is now available as such um and a lot of yep. movies are just releasing to streaming so i think trolls mm-hmm. is coming out pretty soon trolls one wasn't bad so get ready for trolls two. um what mm-hmm. else i think that new artemis fowl movie that was going to be a disney release is just going straight to disney plus um, so they're all just trying to do things. Amazon's doing something cool though. Um, they're asking any of the films that were going to showcase at South by Southwest, the big like movie festival where they all try and get distributed. They're going to do a mm-hmm. 10 day, um, just film festival where they'll pick up those films, give them a bit of cash and go, let us put it on prime for 10 days. And then you can get bought by anyone else and get distributed later. So that should be some pretty cool movies. Good. Mm. Yeah, it it would sucks that um that particular like massive like it's more like just an art event because it's music and movies mm. and everything. It just sort of sucks that um all of that wouldn't get an opportunity to sort of be out there. So that's good. Mm. That's a good thing. But that's that's it for um, what I've been watching, Bakes. Mm-hmm. Now you gotta <laughs> find something else to pester me with. Yeah. Well, as I said, the TV series is better and it's there's the new one coming out in a few weeks. I think it's nineteenth of this month. All right. On your favourite the iview. iview. I think that we go and yeah, you'll be able to see it on iView, but I think it's Sunday night's ABC. Good. Very good. Good. Shall we talk the gentleman? 
Let's do it. Let's do it. Yeah. All right. So, unlike a fairly recent film, came out uh, 2019, I think, overseas and uh, was first of January here in Australia. I went on New Year's Day. It was fantastic. Um, Mm -hmm. Guy Ritchie, actually doing a good film for a change. Don't know how you guys felt about that, but I thought it was a good return to form after Aladdin. Never saw it. But also, no. never wanted to see it either, so <laughs> that probably speaks volumes. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I think, I think if you look, at, look back at him, I think uh, everything past Snatch is sort of... Uh, Sherlock Holmes, I didn't mind. That movie was heinous, Bakes. It's possibly one of the worst Great. movies yeah. I've ever seen. Get stuffed. No. Oh, not the worst. It just wasn't could, good. Or you could see your building to that I almost put that, that as my, one of my worst films ever. You also said Happy Death Day was one of the worst movies ever made. What? You did, in the podcast you did after Happy Death Day. You said it's you said it's the worst movie of the year, and then went on to say it's one of the worst movies ever made. Only a few weeks later, you went, "No, nah, it wasn't that bad actually." Well, you were pretty strong on it. <laughs> well, that was all right. That took me a few weeks to come around, Bakes. This is years of hating Sherlock Holmes. Yeah. I think it's fairly ingrained. Yeah, I'll believe. I'll I'll take this more so than Happy Death Day. I mean, I, I think I, I think Sherlock, I think maybe, those maybe movies it was look just a little the, bit better now. Maybe it was just the fear had just truly set in by the time because we <laughs> watched that, then instantly recorded it, and that was not a good film going experience for me, Bakes. Uh, I just remember you being like, "This was the worst." I don't think it was that bad. It was the worst. But yes, I, I uh, get the feeling that your feelings of Sherlock Holmes have had time to settle a lot longer. Yeah, exactly right. Aaron Eight. Yeah. Anyway, so Guy Ritchie, uh, ooh, writer and director. Look at him go. Mm-hmm. Uh, you then have Matthew McConaughey, Charlie Hunnam, Michelle Dockery from, Jess had to tell me was from Downton Abbey. Downton Abbey, yep. Uh, Jeremy oh. Strong, uh, Colin Farrell, who was great. Henry Golding. It was kind of nice seeing him as a dickhead. Um, what else do we have? Hugh Grant. Oh. Oh. That's probably it from like, the, the named cast. Um, any standouts in that lineup for you guys? Colin Farrell. There was obvious, yeah, Colin Farrell. I, uh, Ray, Charlie Hunnam, he was probably a standout for me. Great. Yep. Yep. I couldn't get past, Having not I couldn't get past Hugh Grant. Him. He was great. Mm. He was, I guess I helped that the, the interactions between he and Hugh Grant were sensational, but even when it was just him on his own, he was he was probably my favourite. I think mm. it helped that he didn't have to put on a shitty American accent, which I think really hurts him in a lot of his other roles. Because he was the uh, the lead in Sons of Anarchy, and so like he was always putting ah, yeah, on like yeah, a yeah, crappy yeah, 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 yeah. yeah like American accent. Uh, All right, bit of trivia. Yeah, let's see Love if it. we can beat some uh, Holy Grail trivia. <laughs> uh, Hard to beat it, mate. It's it's top tier stuff. <laughs> the likelihood of the three of us knowing it, honestly, it's so slim. Yeah. <laughs> I just hope one of the listeners can can email in being like that rocked my world. Just someone. All right. Do you want me to email us in? I was going to say I'll make one up if I need to. It's fine. <laughs> Holy Grail enthusiast at gmail dot com. Yes. All right. Bit of trivia. Well, if they were enthusiasts, they would have known that. Bit of trivia. So, <laughs> Hugh yeah. Grant filmed his scenes with Charlie Hunnam 
in five days and had to deliver over 40 pages of dialogue within the shoot. He had some work to do. Interestingly enough, though, Hugh Grant did not meet Matthew McConaughey for the entire shoot. They met on the Graham Norton show where they had to promote the movie together. Oh, wow. What yeah, now, now, now you, th- you mention it. I'm like, yeah, yeah they no, were they never in a scene together. <laughs> they were never in a scene together. Yep. That checks out. <laughs> yeah, Good trivia. Yeah, good trivia. No Holy Grail trivia, but it's trivia. To health of these long monologue-heavy shoots, Hugh Grant wrote a cheat sheet. The night before he was scheduled to shoot, his car was broken into. The robber took his script and the cheat sheet, so Grant needed to go without them. What a man. That is very unfortunate timing. I wonder if he actually did write a cheat sheet or he just said it. Like, oh, I had this cheat sheet written out. Buddy, someone broke into my car and stole it. I I guess I'll have to be awesome and uh, (laughs) remember my lines. (laughs) I'm not. I'm not. I'm not finding a lot here. If I'm really, really being honest. Mm -hmm. That's interesting. There were no table readings for this film. Guy Ritchie had the cast do full dress rehearsals. Uh, with a camera crew filming them. Uh, he would then review the footage and scenes and revise the sh- script accordingly. I do remember you saying after watching the movie that you thought the track suits were going to take off. The chav suits? Yeah, the, the toddler, the track, the track suits that like Farrell and the toddlers are all wearing. You know, like the... The, the crew. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It was a great look. Yeah. Well, there wasn't the fun fact like they were custom made for this? Yep, for all of them. Yep, good bit of trivia there, Bakes. Mm-hmm. Are there any horses in this movie? Oh, there there was going to be, but there was some budget cuts and uh, <laughs> first to go. It was a peak, though. So, yeah, pretty much every outfit in this movie was custom made, is what I was what I'm reading here. So, mm-hmm. except for I think Charlie Hunnam and. Guy Ritchie seemed to go on shopping trips together to get him to understand his character. So there you go. That's fun. Why not? All right. What did we what did we like and hate about this film? Any any takers to go first? Uh, well, I'm going to say Charlie Hunnam is something I liked. As, aside from the interactions with Hugh Grant, the the scene in which he needed to go and get the Lord's daughter mm. from the house when everything goes wrong and the guy... Sorry to spoil the alert here, but when the when the guy dies, um, oh, what? I don't know, just shocking stuff there. Mm. I think what I expected from Matthew McConaughey, I saw in him, I saw in uh, Charlie in that scene where he was able to like kind of command the scene without being like too boisterous or loud, but just he seemed really in control. Mm. And even when he was chasing after the guys, because I, I I always found with Matthew McConaughey he was either real kind of mellow or he was just yelling. Um, whereas Charlie in that scene, I don't know, just felt like he was really in control and that was just kind of him throughout the whole movie. Isn't that because they kept but referring I... to McConaughey as the lion? Pardon? Wasn't he like the lion or the tiger? What did he call himself? Uh, he was the king of the jungle, so I'm guessing the lion. Yeah, so I think that's why he because... was very loud and in your face, whereas Charlie Hunnam's character is that kind of more the, the quiet type operator who's just going to get shit done. See, I didn't think he was necessarily quiet. I thought he was commanding where he needed to be. There was only really the scene with, was it Dry Eyes, where with with Matthew Matthew McConaughey and Dry Eyes, and I was like, oh, he's 
he's being firm but not having to yell or anything. And I thought he would have done more of that. Yep. Whereas it was just either he was real mellow or he was just kind of real aggressive and wanting to kill people. Yeah. So I, I really... I that, yeah. Hmm. Just his personality. I think that's the sort of the, yeah. the thing they were going after, I suppose. Yeah. Mm. No, I can acknowledge that. I just think, yeah, I, I'm watching all the performances. Uh, Charlie's one. I, I, yeah. I preferred over pretty much everyone else aside from possibly Hugh Grant. Mm-hmm. Colin Farrell. Yeah. See, I liked I think Colin he was Farrell. My I favorite. didn't actually think, I think he was the standout. I don't know. I just, though. I don't know, him being like this sort of. Uh, uh, badass sort of like adoptive father to all these sort of ruffians. I don't know. I, I just enjoyed all of the sort of uh, interactions. and I, I did enjoy him constantly like counting off like his favours. Yeah. <laughs> that was good. Oh, mm. But I, I, I can't go past Hugh Grant. Anytime Hugh Grant is playing a character lately seems to be just magic. Even more so with the amount of dialogue he had, and he wasn't what? doing um uh <laughs> well. But that's the like this is another role where he is not Hugh Grant at all. Yeah. Like he was the smarmiest little prick in this. Like it was so good. I think at first Chantel in the first ten minutes, because it's just Hugh Grant and Charlie like at the house basically talking, and she was just saying, I hate him, I hate him. And then gradually this movie went on, she's like, I love him. He's just too good. Like that scene where like he, he asks to go to the bathroom and walks out and they're carrying the body and he's just I didn't wash my hands. <laughs> just Oh yeah. It warms your feet while you're cooking. I fucking loved it. Yeah, he was yeah, great. <laughs> yeah asking if we could have a steak. What a little prick. <laughs> oh. What was there anything we didn't like about the movie? Um, I think, I think just because of how Snatch did it really well, I don't know whether like the interconnection was as good as it could have been between everyone. Like, I'm like there was some, but I, f- I feel like it could have. But I don't, I don't think with this one they were kind that. of doing it like Snatch, whereas Snatch spends most of the movie trying to make it not as interconnected. I think from the start, this one was kind of clear that it was still like one throughput storyline yeah like if it, this was Snatch you would have been introduced to like Colin Farrell in like the first five minutes mm. and it would only be yeah, at the end of the movie that you'd realise that like it was his group that were the ones that had like broken into the, the weed factory and shit like that like whereas in this one it was all very it was still just kind of narrative let's just plug oh, things yeah. in place yeah, yeah. no I, I totally get that but I I, I think what makes Guy Ritchie movies good is the fact that there is that interplay between different characters that he has set up and I just uh, wish there was more in it mm. like there, there was there was some there was like what we got was good but yeah I don't know it's but a I nitpick like, I like that they even played it up a little bit with the whole like Hugh Grant was an untrustworthy narrator so there'd be like scenes and like then Charlie's character be like shut the, the fuck up day. that's not how that would have happened um, the one thing for me which I didn't enjoy was Jeremy Strong as Matthew. Matthew was the other the drug lord who was buying it off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I after some of his little quip 
quippy lines, he just sounded like Magatu to me. So then every time he's saying something, I'm like, this is a fucking joke. And you're supposed to be in control of this. You're supposed to be like in, in charge of all these henchmen. Uh, yeah. I, but I again, found a bit too quippy. I didn't believe again, he was that, going to be someone in control of, of the point, had so much power. But is that part of the point? Because you do find out that he actually was not in control of any of it. Oh, no. I, I acknowledge that. Uh, like in the in terms of like the battle between these two, but just generally, if he's supposed to be another kingpin, I'm like, I never saw him as someone who had that much power. Mm. That yeah. was my one little nitpick. I'm like, ah, oh. I just I just didn't believe they were going to be in any trouble against someone like him. Yeah, he didn't seem menacing or altogether like powerful, which mm. I suppose is the point. But um... I still feel like he came across as a bit calculating. And yeah, I think that's why I spent the whole movie thinking something was going to happen because it felt like he was putting pieces into motion, that kind of thing. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, he was just, of all the the strong characters in the movie, he was probably the one. I'm like, oh, I didn't get as much from him. I, I, I mentioned it before, but I, I actually really enjoyed seeing Henry Golding play more of a, a villain. Like, he was coming, coming off... Um, what was it crazy rich Asians and last Christmas and all of those like last Christmas, like he's a good like he's a good leading man like he's a good looking bloke with a he's got a great voice a great accent um and then in this role where he's just that much more of a little smarmy dick as well like good change good to see he's got a bit of depth you just need to slick the hair back and then he changes character oh. which is <laughs> spot on <laughs> which is good it's great yeah yeah, yeah. but um. Yeah, I feel like if you if you're really looking for stuff to not like, you're just nitpicking particular things. But I think the overarching story and all of the dialogue is spot on. Like it's it's good to listen to. You've got the yeah, music was great too. Yeah, I, yeah, I yeah. did like, find yeah, a few the of the stuff. um the scenes with his wife fell flat for me. I didn't get a lot out of Michelle. I was actually my follow-up question was going to be, what did you think of her? Because you were you were saying that Jess told you she was from Downton Abbey, so I get the feeling you're asking about her during the movie. Yeah, like it just I don't know. I felt those scenes were some of the weakest. Well, wasn't someone else cast initially for that role? Uh, I believe was like, Kate Beckinsale. Yeah, and she dropped out mm. two weeks after shooting began. Well, then she probably did an all right job. If she's coming to it that late. Yeah, I yeah. didn't mind her. Oh, she was just really dry, which, yeah, she just was that typical British sort of little emotion, sort of very direct type. And, yeah, I don't know. I thought she was good. She was pretty good. But, no. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Well, in terms of the similar movies, like Lock, Stock and Two Spoken Barrel, Snatch, and then this, I feel like the female character in... Like, I've seen that kind of character before in his other movies. Like, she, she doesn't give much away, but she's still, like, pretty hard-nosed. He's got, he's got his traits that he likes to write for. He's got... Yeah. yeah. <laughs> he makes the same sort of movie. <laughs> I, don't, I don't think I've heard the word Pikey aside from in a Garrity movie. <laughs> That's <laughs> the only time I've heard. That was... Yeah, we can't, we can't say that whole scene, but that was a good scene in the boxing ring. In that area, it's like, uh, yeah. Anyway, I won't, <laughs> I won't say those words together. But yeah, like 
I know he's got his types, but I, I actually enjoyed him, you know, playing to his strengths here. I think it w- this was definitely a good return to form. Because his last few yeah. films have been just grim. Like I said, also, I'm not sure if we viewed differently if this had been brought out. Say, say there was Lock, Stock, Two Smoking Barrels, Snatch, and then this. If they would just be saying, oh, it's predictable, it's the exact same formula. Whereas because it's been so long, it's like, fuck yes, thank God, there's this again. And people just kind of appreciate what it is rather than say, oh, he does this well, but can he do anything else? But I don't think that's a problem, though. I think that's a, it'd be a good, like, people say that about a lot of directors. Like, they go, hmm. oh, Wes Anderson does the same movie. And I think. Oh, I just remember that the, that was one of the criticisms when he'd done Lock, Stock, and Two Smoking Barrels and Snatch. They're like, oh, he's got a formula, he sticks to it. Hmm. Whereas now, just because it's been so long, it's like, well, I don't give a fuck if he has that formula as long as he keeps doing those movies. I'm, only, I'm happy to sit back and watch him. I've only just realised two things. A, he did The Man from Uncle, which is a f- fantastic movie. That's um, the guy who plays the Superman. The gorgeous guy. Yeah. Uh, Henry... Henry Cavill. Cavill. And then yep. Army Hammer. That movie's very good. It. If you haven't seen that movie, it's well worth a watch. And did you know there's a Snatch TV series? No. Do now. Is it by him? Potentially. You'd hope so. If not, we should tell him just so he knows what's going on. Cause... And, uh, oh, it's got Ron Weasley in it. Yeah, Rupert Grint. It's got um, the guy who was Freddy in Skins, for those listening. Um, very interesting. I'll, I might give that a watch. Why not? doesn't seem to say he's involved. overly involved. I'm going to well, assume uh, he's a producer. Reviewed. That's okay. I saw well, Ron Weasley in something to an where he had a moustache and it's thrown me. Oh, <laughs> here's one review. So we are well off track now, but it's very hard for the gentleman because it's a great film to just rag on because you can't. If you're looking for a throwback to the original Guy Ritchie masterpiece, masterpiece <laughs> this show is not what you're looking for. <laughs> are you still going to watch it? I've got a lot of time at the moment. I might give it an episode or two. I definitely won't be doing that. I'm. <laughs> I don't. I need to use my time wisely. I'm up at four o'clock every morning, so I'll be using. I'm not, I'm not watching Snatch the TV show. That's, well, that's not. You could be missing out on something wonderful. <laughs> Am I though? Am I? There's two seasons of it. What? <laughs> yeah, I don't know how that happened. Okay. Ah, the gentleman, eh? I don't. I, like, it was a good movie, but yeah, very hard to review. I regret choosing it as this episode's review. <laughs> it's it's just because a movie so dialogue heavy. Unless you want to write everything down, and then like we can't repeat some of the things that he says that Ooh, are funny. Yeah, got to say <laughs> Hugh Grant saying the c word. Pretty, pretty good. Mm. I, just, I think I Hugh like... Grant's look was perfect for his character as well. The, the, um, the rose-tinted and... Ray-Bans that they had to... Um, they yes. were custom. Oh, it was great. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yes, Bakes. Well, I was looking to see if there was any, any bad reviews. I found two one-star reviews. Give him a read, Bakes. Give him a read. Let's have a 
see what people are saying. Uh, the two one stars are uh, not worth or not worth the, the price I paid. Guy Ritchie thinks he's Tarantino, but sadly he's mistaken. Worst movie of the year. And I wanted to see this movie, movie because of all the great actors, but too much fast talking. Lost interest 10 minutes into it. Good movie on. Good movie, movie to put on if you want to go to sleep. Um, I know Chantel in the first 10 minutes, she was like, oh, I wasn't really feeling it. I don't think Jess um, was think... either because Jess hasn't um, seen Snatch or any of the yeah. others. So I think it was a very odd kind of pace and style to it. Yep. She nearly fell out of her chair when Hugh Grant said the C word because she loves Hugh Grant. So that was nearly a walkout, I think. Um, but then she came around to it. Well, I think the the Hugh Grant aspect was what kind of kept Chantel into it. Cause she's like, the 10 minutes I watched, she's like, I, I wasn't really enjoying this, but mm-hmm. I haven't seen Hugh Grant do this before. I haven't seen Hugh Grant actually act in this way. So I'm kind of invested. Why have you not let and her watch was... Paddington 2, Bakes? Uh, we haven't watched it yet, no. That could, that, could, that could be coming up next. Put a smile on everyone's think, face. Don't think Hugh Grant's using the C-bomb in Paddington. <laughs> Not this one, oh, anyway. We all, ag- number three. Sorry, we all agreed with that review that that is possibly the best performance of his career. Yeah. We agreed yeah. on that, but he won't say the C word. <laughs> no, no, um, no, he, I don't think he can. <laughs> like, Although I wouldn't give it a one star, um, I tend to agree it was a, a strange first 10 minutes. Mm. Mm. Yeah. I, I don't know. I, I don't. I like a slower. Like it was. It was. A, it was a bit strange. But I don't know. You kind of expect it in a way. Hmm. I don't know. Like I was going to be invested regardless, but I could tell when Chantel was like, "Oh, the first ten minutes aren't great." I'm like, oh, "I hope you stick around because it's worth it." <laughs> You're going to leave me on my own. <laughs> so, yes. Are we recommending this for people to watch? Yeah. Yes, definitely, oh. definitely. Where would, where would you put this out of comparing the three similar movies, Lock, Stock, Snatch, and then this? I prefer Snatch. I prefer, still, I prefer Snatch, but I think this is more accessible for people. Mm-hmm. I think I think how clean it looks in comparison, just because of how many years it's been and stuff, sort of helps that as well. Mm. Um, but. I think Snatch and then I like Lockstock, but I prefer Gentleman over Lockstock. Yeah, well. I'd, mm-hmm. I'd say I'd be rating it that way too. I agree with John's in that this looks a lot cleaner because it's so much newer. I saw Lockstock, I reckon, oh, at least 10 to 20 times growing up. So that's number one for me. Then I reckon Snatch, yeah. then this. 10 but to Snatch 20 and times. Then this, uh, yeah. But John's point of this being more accessible was that John's and Nelson, and also just not cleaning because it's so new, is a very good point. Because having watched Lockstock not too long ago, unless I loved it, I probably wouldn't put it on because you're like, geez, it looks grainy. <laughs> but that's something new, you just got to New TVs are not kind yeah. to it. Pardon? Yeah. Like, new TVs are not kind to it. <laughs> no, <laughs> you look at it, I'm like, geez, this looks atrocious. But now when you see something like this, I'm like, oh, fuck yes, thank God. But still, I'd be happy to watch any of them. So I'd still recommend mm. this, definitely. If someone said they're looking for a movie to watch and they've, they've seen either of the other two, I'd definitely recommend this. Very good. So we're all in semi-isolation 
which means we potentially have more time to catch up on many movies and many reviews. Mm-hmm. We we spun the wheel a while back, didn't we? Yep, and it was Three Ninjas, and we've never watched it. I I have Three a, Ninjas kick back or something. Let me let me work on something. I have a method that we could all watch it together, even <laughs> remotely. So it could be an option that we can potentially even watch it and record at the same time. We we okay. have the technology. We can do this. Are you doing like a Nelslix party? Yes. <laughs> as, yeah. is, this like, is this like commentary as we are watching the movie? Why not, Bakes? Is good. that the review? Let's just run audio commentaries. Fuck it. Let's do it. On, on, ongoing review throughout the movie. <laughs> Mystery Science Theatre. Let's, let's shake it up a little it. bit for the next one, Bakes. Yeah, uh, no, I'm all about that. Why not? I'll try and get some more trivia facts for us. In, in the meantime, considering Bakes and I have watched it, Cam, are you going to watch The Invisible Man? Yeah. There's not much to see. Hint, hint. <laughs> uh, all right, let's let's um, let's leave it at that. Let's just call it. <laughs> but uh, good first foray into all of us uh, dialing in remotely as we're all isolated in our homes. I think this has gone swimmingly. Yeah, I agree. It's been quite good. Mm. Well, Aim worse. Other than the, the 40 minutes taking to set it all up, but that's fine. <laughs> we'll be a well-oiled yep. machine by next time. All right, everyone. Thank you for listening. Um, if you have any feedback, comments, reviews, hate mail that you want to send to us, uh, please do so at cameoguys at gmail.com or feel free to comment on any of our posts on Cameo Guys, which is our Instagram handle. Until next time, have a good week in isolation. Farewell. See ya. See ya.